Hare Krishna everyone, we're continuing to read teachings of Lord Chaitanya by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And this is chapter number 11, Service to the Lord. And we are Shravanam Diaries Podcast. I'm your host, Sulalita Devidasi. Let's continue. When Vyasadeva was not satisfied even after compiling heaps of books of Vedic knowledge, Narada Muni, his spiritual master, explained that no path of self-realization can be successful unless it is mixed with devotional service. When Narada Muni arrived, Vyasadeva was sitting by the banks of the river Saraswati in a state of depression. Upon seeing Vyasa so dejected, Narada explained the deficiency in his compilation of various books. Quote, Even pure knowledge does not look well unless it is complemented by transcendental devotional service. And what to speak of fruitive activities when they are devoid of devotional service? How can they be of any benefit to the performer? Unquote. Similarly, Shukadeva Goswami prays in Srimad Bhagavatam 2.4.17. Quote, There are many sages who are expert in performing austerities. There are many men who give much in charity. There are many famous men, scholars and thinkers. And there are those who are very expert in reciting Vedic hymns. Although all the activities of these men are auspicious, unless one performs them in order to attain devotional service to the Lord, they cannot award the desired results. Therefore, I offer my respectful obeisances unto the Supreme Lord, the only one who can award such results." Unquote. Although many types of philosophers and transcendentalists believe that one who lacks knowledge cannot be liberated from material entanglement, there is no possibility that knowledge without devotional service can award liberation. In other words, when jnana, or the cultivation of knowledge, leads one onto the path of devotional service, then only does it help one gain liberation, but not otherwise. This is confirmed by Brahma in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.4. Shriya Shritim Bhakti Mudasya Tevibo Plishyantiye Kevalabodhalabdhaye Tesham Asau Kleshala Eva Shishyate Nanyadhyata Stula Tushavagatinam Quote My dear Lord Devotional service unto you is the best path for self-realization. If someone 
gives up that path and engages in the cultivation of knowledge or in speculation, he will simply undergo a troublesome process and will not achieve his desired results. Just as a person who beats an empty husk of wheat cannot get grain, one who simply engages in speculative knowledge cannot achieve the desired result of self-realization. His only gain is trouble." Unquote. In the Bhagavad Gita 7.14, it is stated that material nature is so strong that it can be surmounted only by those living entities who surrender unto the lotus feet of Krishna. Only they can cross the ocean of material existence. When a living entity forgets that he is eternally the servitor of Krishna, that forgetfulness causes his bondage in conditioned life and his attraction for the material energy. Indeed, that attraction is the shackle of the material energy. Attraction. Hmm. Since it is very difficult for a person to become free as long as he desires to lord it over the material nature, it is recommended that he approach a spiritual master who can train him in devotional service. In this way, he can get out of the clutches of material nature and achieve the lotus feet of Krishna. There are four social divisions of human society. The Brahmanas or intellectuals, the Kshatriyas or administrators, the Vaishyas or businessmen and farmers, and the Shudras or laborers. There are also four spiritual orders or ashramas, the brahmacharis or students, the grihasthas or householders, the vanaprasthas or retired persons, and the sannyasis or those in renounced life. Regardless of one's social or spiritual position, however, one who is lacking in devotional service or Krishna consciousness cannot be released from material bondage even if he executes his prescribed duty. On the contrary, he will glide down to hell due to material consciousness. Therefore, whoever is engaged in his occupational or spiritual duty must simultaneously cultivate Krishna consciousness in devotional service if he wants liberation from material clutches. In this regard, Lord Chaitanya recited two verses from Srimad Bhagavatam 11.5, 2 and 3 that were spoken by Narada Muni to indicate the path of Bhagavata cultivation. Narada pointed out that the four social divisions of human society as well as the four orders of life 
are born from the gigantic universal form of the Lord, the Virat Purusha. The Brahmanas are born from the mouth of the universal form. The Kshatriyas are born from the arms. The Vaishyas are born from the waist and the Shudras from the legs. As such, the members of all these social orders are qualified in the different modes of material nature within the form of the Virat Purusha. But if a person is not engaged in the devotional service of the Lord, he falls from his position, regardless of whether he executes his prescribed occupational duty or not. Lord Chaitanya further pointed out that although those who belong to the Mayavada or impersonalist school consider themselves to be one with God or liberated, they are not actually liberated as confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.2.32. Yenye Ravindaksha Vimukta Maninas Tvayasta Bhavada Vishudha Budhayo Aruhya Krishna Parampadam Tata Patantyadho Nadrita Yusmad Angraya Angraya Quote those who think that they are liberated according to Mayavada philosophy, but who do not take to the devotional service of the Lord, fall down for want of devotional service, even after they undergo the severest types of penances and austerities, and even after they sometimes approach the supreme position." Unquote. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained that Krishna is just like the sun, the sun, and that Maya, the illusory material energy, is just like darkness. Therefore, one who is constantly in the sunshine of Krishna cannot possibly be diluted, diluted by the darkness of the material energy. This is very clearly confirmed in the last of the four principal verses of Srimad Bhagavatam 2.9.34 as well as in Srimad Bhagavatam 2.5.13 which states the illusory energy or maya is ashamed to stand before the Lord nonetheless the living entities are constantly bewildered by the very same illusory energy. In his conditioned state, the living entity discovers many forms of word jugglery to get apparent liberation from the clutches of Maya. But if he is sincerely, sincerely surrenders unto Krishna simply once by saying, My dear Lord Krishna, from this day, I am yours. He at once gets out of the clutches of the material energy. Haribo! This is confirmed in the Ramayana, Ramayana 
Yudha Kanda 18.33 Jai Ramayan Wherein the Lord says Sakri Deva Prapannoyas Tavasmiti Chayachate Abhayam Sarvadatasmai Dadam Yetad Vratam Mama Quote, it is my duty and vow to give all protection to one who surrenders unto me without reservation. Haribo! One may develop the desire to enjoy, enjoy fruitive activities, liberation, jnana or the perfection of the yoga system, but if one becomes very intelligent, he will give up all these paths and engage himself in sincere devotional service to the Lord. Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.10 confirms that an intelligent person, whether free of desires or full of desires for material enjoyment or desires of liberation, should engage in intense devotional service intense devotional service those who are ambitious to derive material benefit from devotional service are not pure devotees but because they are engaged in devotional service they are considered fortunate they do not know that the result of devotional service is not material benediction but because they engage in devotional service of the Supreme Lord, they ultimately come to understand that material enjoyment is not its goal. Krishna says that persons who want some material benefit in exchange for devotional service are certainly foolish because they want something that is poisonous for them. Yet, although a person may desire material benefits from Krishna. The Lord, being all-powerful, considers the person's position and gradually liberates him from a materially ambitious life and engages him in more devotional service. This is so relieving to hear. The Lord is always looking out for us and the more we realize that the more we understand that every single situation in our life is for our own benefit spiritual benefit <laughs> when one is actually engaged in devotional service he forgets his material ambitions and desires this is confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam 5.19.27 Satyam dishatyarthitam arthito nrinam naivarthadoyat punar arhitayata svayam vidhate bajatam anichatam icha pidhanam nijapadapallavam. Lord Krishna certainly fulfills the desires of his devotees who come to him in devotional service. But he does not fulfill desires that would again 
cause miseries. In spite of being materially ambitious, such devotees, by rendering transcendental service to the Lord, are gradually purified of desires for material enjoyment and come to desire the pleasure of devotional service. The pleasure of devotional service. We'll stop here for today. I was just thinking about this yesterday that when we read about how like when we will be reading nectar of devotion we will read how nectarian is the ocean of pure devotional service and right now we we chant japa we chant Hare krishna and then we pray for pure devotional service but uh, i i feel that we are still i speak for myself of course that you know there's still the stage that you know you ask for pure devotional service but you don't really realize how nectarian and how blissful and how um, pleasurable pure devotional service is you just pray for it you have your own anarthas to fight for you have your own uh, spiritual life to um, carry on you have your material life to deal with <laughs> and um, but for us, it's just like Shri Prabhupada tells us, uh, Guru Maharaj tells us that we should pray for pure devotional service, and we do. But to really dive into the pleasure of pure devotional service, that's something for us to discover step by step. And and sometimes, you know, it hits you how you're actually going for something so so amazing and wonderful that it's really worth it. That you know, sometimes Krishna, he doesn't, he takes us away from something that actually causes us misery. And uh, it, it, it's similar to, you know, like there is a, if you ever, if you ever dealt with babies, like a typical situation is that a baby takes, uh, say, liquid detergent and tries to open it and drink it and the mother takes it away then the baby there's a whole tantrum is crying and it's like ah and and you know like and like like if there are adults around they will start like complaining about his mother that you know she did this to me she did this to me you know but i'm sorry liquid detergent was not very good for you to drink you know so it's similar with us with our material desires that you know we want something and then uh, and then there's a tantrum krishna i've served you so much and you took this away from me but i'm sorry it would not really be good for you so instead of it you know like take this <laughs> fruit <laughs> yeah it's something that came to my mind after reading today so thank you so much for tuning in the link to this book is in the description please check out our website shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow Hare Krishna